Howdy, howdy, everybody. This is Jared Sterrett, and you're listening to KZCC LP 106.1 Conroe and KZCW LP 104.5 in Conroe and worldwide at OurLoneStar.com. But uh, thanks for joining us. This is going to be a special kickoff soft launch of YouTube Live, which Friday kind of was, but we're going to go for this Monday to be the official with the format different and everything. So uh, welcome. I encourage everyone who's listening and watching to let us know on YouTube Live, there's a chat. If you don't, uh, if you don't want to use that chat, we're on Facebook, MW Lone Star. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We'd love for you to do that. If you're listening to the podcast right now, you can always call in at the 24/7 message line at 936-647-3776. Actually, it's uh, to the top right of the screen. If you're watching, that's the message line. The top so, left. Well, your other right. Oh, uh, other right. So sorry. It's I okay. apologize. It's okay, Dick. But uh, thanks for tuning in. I, you know what's really funny now is we're going to have a bunch of listeners who are going to be within the five-minute realm of when we talk. Because, mm-hmm. like, FM is pretty much within, like, four seconds. The uh, app on your phone is probably, like, 10, 15 seconds. And then I think YouTube is probably, I don't know, like, well, It takes a while to squeeze to through those wires and stuff. Yeah. So uh, oh, now Jason's testing for us. Yes. Thanks. And those thanks, who are watching, uh, in case this is the first time you've seen us, uh, first, we have Dick. Dick, raise your hand. That's Dick. Oh, that's, there he is. He, he Twelve actually, seconds. Twelve seconds. Yeah. All right. Th- thanks. Seconds thanks for that. I'm uh, Skippy. Hello. So that's Skippy. Hello, Skippy. And our and special s- guest host. Sorry, it? I'll let you. Let me. No, I won't pretend to do stuff over here so you can. Talk. Yeah, look very busy and important. Our special guest co-host is Jason Owen from Conroe Coffee. There you go. So there you go. And uh, today it's gonna be kind of all over the place. We had a huge busy weekend with the Montgomery County Fair closing down. Congrats on that. I still can't get over that $62,000 given for that one kid for the heifer. That, to me, is insane. But congratulations to that uh, student who got $62,000 in their general school fund budget right there. Does that mean he can go to, like, any school he wants? I wonder what the rules are on that. Well, a higher end. go to clown school. Go to clown school, and hell, you actually go to clown grad school on that money. But, like, I think Harvard is, like, 100000 a year or something like that, just baseline. So 62 will get you a decent education, or at least part of it, uh, in a, especially if you have in-state tuition. So that that will help much. If, if he chooses A&M or UT or, or Lone Star. Yeah, you, you guys know. said clown school, like, that's a real thing, and that's like... It is a real it thing. It is. There is actual international clown college. Oh, you betcha. Jason wasn't around when we actually interviewed all the clowns. Well, I, figured he the was, clown I figured he was a three-time graduate because he's such a clown. I just juggle. A struggle, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that was it. Was a good weekend. I know the barbecue cook off was good. Did y'all enjoy the cook off? Y'all both oh, went. Yeah. So okay, I enjoyed it in the sense that I smelled it all morning long, but did. didn't have a single bite of oh, anything. Because, I did. Uh, Dick was a a a judge for the chicken, right? Yes. And Chris from Ticket Stub and I were going to be judges for the ribs. But the line for judge apparently the ribs were very popular. It was so long that we, we stood there for like half an hour and we thought, well, there's no way we'll get in. So we, we, we had to leave. So but you know remember the old days, like you go out clubbing, you come home and your clothes would smell like cigarettes. Wait, clubbing? Clubbing. Like hitting people? Yeah, clubbing baby seals. No, going out and going to nightclubs. Oh. Yeah. Man, I can can you imagine this guy going out? <laughs> I was quite the clubber back in the day. No, I believe it. It was just kind of like I, the way I see you, you're very all not all over the place in a negative sense, but you're you're doing you have a lot on your plate. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine you like focusing time to get ready to go to one place. 
Well, I was on the prowl back then. Uh, oh, so something Skip, else was Skippy directing loving. your nose. Yeah, huh? Skippy needed love, and, and clubs were a good way. To, that's how I met at least well, one of my ex-wives. You know, in Texas, the way to get the women is to hang out with brown smoking meat all day and then go talk to them. Funny you should mention that because, uh, at, like the whole clubbing thing, you come back with, with the smell of cigarettes on your clothes. I walked around all day with the smell of barbecue on my clothes that I didn't realize until I took them off. I'm like... Smelling it, but apparently I, I gathered a, a huge following of of people just loving. It. What is I that amazing it. aroma you have? What is that cologne? Oh, they're smelling it's, it off your clothes. Yes, I had no idea. Well, we just had a person message us on YouTube asking what happened to the winners. Well, I'll tell you what happened to the winners is two things. They were very behind, and if you're listening, I know you guys had a lot to do, so it wasn't like they were unorganized. Uh, just to give you an idea of how much they had a judge, I was a chicken finalist judge, and 141 entries <clears> for chicken <throat> at 145. So somebody either overslept or was too hungover to start the chicken. But to give you an idea how good that chicken was, so that every round it, they get they kind of eliminate slowly. They actually, they don't eliminate chicken. It's all based off points. I didn't know this how they judge. Meaning, if all three of us sat down and we ate 100 chickens, we all gave 80 85 percent of the chickens a nine. Then those go to the next round. All those chickens, not just like they don't. Oh, so like each round, there potentially you could keep a lot of chickens going into from the preliminary to the semis, or from the quarters to the semis, and then us. So how finalists. many? How many chicken judges were there? They were. It was so bad for chicken because there's so much chicken. They had to go around golf carts asking people. We and we should have gone in on that one. I, I, yeah. I well, I finally got to. I was a finalist. I was supposed to. We we're supposed to. I had the finalists sit down at like 10.30. Well, I didn't sit down until 11.15, and I judged 25 chickens for the finalists. I mean, so 25 whole chickens were dedicated just to you. Well, no, you just take bites. You're not, like, eating the whole chicken. Right. So some other judge took a bite of that same chicken. Yeah. That you did. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I feel by, better now. Yeah. And no, but, I mean, it's, it's a process. Was Basically, there a I'm white meat, dark meat kind of thing? Well, yes. Like, actually, the rules, this is kind of, we're going to answer your question, listener. Okay? Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, basically, the the rules were we couldn't have any alcohol on the table, which was really bizarre to me. And then. But here's uh, a palate cleanser. It's a scientific fact. Oh, I don't. And then we had pickles and saltines. And basically, if we, tr at the first piece of meat we try is dark meat, then we have to do dark meat throughout the whole competition. Throughout the whole judging of 25 chickens. Mm. And I did not do that. And uh, I uh, I had some really good chicken. I had some really I had some, some chicken that was surprisingly got past everything. Like one of them was real dry, and yeah. I was and I was thinking to myself, somebody's got to be a fan of Could dry chicken. Could it have been the name, you know, the team behind it? I, I don't know. No, but... you don't know any of that. You don't know any names. You don't know anything. Oh, really? It's all like blanket like the double marks. blind yeah. thing. Wow. But just no, they case... take it real. We couldn't even get up. I had to go to the restroom. And I, what was great was. I was at the far end of the table, so I was the last person to get it. So basically, they hand the first tray to the person uh, like on the other side, and they pass it to the right. And it took all the way around to get to me. So I was just sitting there for probably like five minutes, just like while they're like doing all this stuff. And I was like, "Come on, like let's let's hurry this up. I got to eat. I got to go to the restroom. All that stuff." But overall, to give you an idea what happened, listener, uh, they didn't get everything together till like seven o'clock. And unfortunately for the radio station, it was going to rain. And we, I had, I, there was, I was going to do it. I wanted, really wanted to do it. They were supposed to start the announcement, I believe, around six. And then it was, rain was going to come. It was like a no brainer. And I couldn't, 
Couldn't stay on. Like, it was emergency mode. Had to pack up. And actually, Jason stuck around and helped me out with that immensely. Well, and so, what was that lady's name that gave us a little ride with all your equipment? She really helped out, too. Yeah, actually, that was a, a public relations person with the the fair. That was that was kind of a godsend because we were going to have to walk. <laughs> yeah, I saw the, uh, the video that was going down on that. You guys were getting... Deluge. Oh, yeah. and, my, and of course, I have to mention that uh, Leo, my wife, uh, and you know, speaking of Leo, my wife, who and Jeff you, from uh, Jeff Margie oh, Taylor, from, uh, yeah, from uh, from Margie uh, Taylor, PR, yeah, <laughs> Jeff but, Taylor from Taylorized PR. Just, just in case, uh, my wife is listening. Was any of the chicken very moist? Oh yeah, <laughs> is that is that the word that <laughs> she, she doesn't her, like the, the word verboten word? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't like that word. Is it really that bad? I, it, it hits people wrong for some reason, but it is one that I don't like that word moist. Okay. It, it, it's an adjective of things that they don't like an adjective to things of, I guess. I don't know. Moist. Moist. <laughs> that's funny. How do you pronounce that, That's the word way moist? too easy to mess with somebody just oh, by yeah. saying that word. Like, I mean, I get like claws on a chalkboard because that like does kind of irritate you, especially if you're really good at doing it. Like, like this one thing from Jaws. Well, that's one thing I didn't really get about the claws on chalkboard is it hurts everybody. So, like, the person doing it, how does that not bother you? Well, it's got to double bother them because it's also the feel yeah. of it. Yeah, so, too. like, you're risking a lot just to make people <laughs> uncomfortable because you're, I mean, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, just grab earplugs and an air but horn and get overall, the Overall, the food was really good. We met cool. a lot of great people. Uh, at the <clears throat> We met all walks of life there, and that's one thing I loved about it because you don't know how big Conroe in Montgomery County is until you go to the fair because you see everybody that you're like, oh, I didn't know you lived here on the streets. You live in the woods, that kind of feeling. And they're real nice. Everyone's really nice. I don't mean one, one one mean person there. Who was the uh, the kid that helped out with the chicken? They got Trayvon? The Trayvon! He Shout helped out with the brisket. Yeah. Trayvon helped out with the biscuit. Uh, brisket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he wasn't there. We went Actually, we went by the tent, and he wasn't That's there. That's right. They're, they're probably, so, gone. And we had to say congrats oh, to uh, our next-door neighbor, Keith, over at Brain Iron. I believe they got first in chicken. Oh, they did, too. So, oh. they, so they got first in chicken. I think they got either third or fourth in brisket because they won last year. The Cadillac Kids. Cadillac kids. That's what they're. I think that was their name. They had it on their shirts. I don't know. Brain and iron. They have yeah, it all Cadillac on their kids, shirts. Yes. Yeah, well, that, Dick. While you were out doing your chicken judging, uh, Chris from Ticket Stub and Meredith from Grit and Grace and I kind of you took over. Took it over. Took over the airwaves, and we were. Uh, we did live broadcast color commentary of the outhouse races, uh, and we tried to expose the rumors of of. Not only uh, judge payoffs, but also uh, the steroid abuse. And then we realized, because we heard roids for these outhouse races, and we realized it was hemorrhoids, not steroids. So we, we let that one go. Uh, but then uh, we also got to interview this uh, uh, some Marines who were there. They were judging. And we got to talk to them and found out what their favorite uh, worldwide cuisine was. Apparently, Thai is high up on the list. You mean like the thing that kids eat? Thai? No, not Thai. Thai. Uh, thai food. Used to be Siam, now it's Thailand. Uh, I thought you really were going with Tide Pods. <laughs> well, here's the thing: if you're a Marine, you can eat a Tide Pod, and no one cares. It's like there must be a reason. Behind Is that where it. it started? No, no, no. It started because some idiot kid said, "I'm going to eat a Tide Pod." That, that's how it started. That's not bad. Yeah, it yeah. started because babies were eating it because they thought they were candy, and then other people thought, "Well, hey, that's a good idea. Let's actively try to eat this." Nothing wrong with that. Mm. Hey, whatever. America. But overall, let's, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up the uh, Moco Fair talk. Were you, are you going to go back next year? Oh, absolutely! If they'll have me, I will be there, and I will be in the chicken judging line. 
Well, yes. go with us the night before. It's like the family night, and they have we had crawfish the night before there. I'm there. Yeah, we usually get on our coffee. Usually gets like five or six invites. Well, a year. you know that was one of my favorite moments <clears throat> of Saturday was meeting all the cook. We probably met six or seven cook-off teams at in the studio in our in our remote studio, and then we got to when we're walking around. Finally, when we're kind of done before it was actually raining while we we're doing it, we got to say hi to everybody and get to see them in their element and all their food. And it was delicious. So, and Clint, I wonder how Clint did. Reverend Shay. Reverend Shay, unless they're country nice. He was on a team. I wonder how they did. I bet you'll find out tonight. Of course, Nathan was all over the place. Oh, Nathan yeah. Arzati. <laughs> yeah, man. A big orange. Uh, you couldn't miss him. We should have gotten back in the, Actually, we should call him. That's what we should do. With he's probably, I guarantee you, if we call him, he's like, oh, <laughs> it's Boudreaux. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun, wasn't it, guys? It yeah. was amazingly fun. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a quick break. If you're watching on YouTube Live, stick around. Make sure to check that out, see how that uh, is going for us. I'm always interested in trying new things with the show. We're broadcasting live from downtown Conroe, Texas. Coming up later in the show, is it Shakespeare's birthday? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, and then the, you're like... The Bard birthday. Not so, even a real person, anyways. Yeah. Okay, we'll be talking off the air with Jason. We don't even know. We don't even know. <laughs> yes, we do. But you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We're brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee, and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Clean. Thank you so much for the sponsors of Morning's Lone Star. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back. Coming at you live on YouTube Live and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Conroe's IRLoneStar.com. I keep doing that. I guess I'm just going to keep doing that today. Worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. Check us out online, all our archives and everything, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. We are trying out YouTube Live, so make sure to go to our Facebook or Instagram. We have a link, direct link to YouTube Live. Tesla coming at you live is our bumper music today because that's just the way we're going to rock today. This the name of the band after the car? That's cool. Oh, I thought it was pronounced differently. No. It's you sure? It's spelled differently. No, T-E-S-L-A. That's Tesla. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the car is T-E-S- Tesla. No, T-E-S-L-A. <laughs> you funny ha-ha dick. You go home now. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I know we're going to do on the state, as you can tell by the bar on the uh, YouTube Live. There it is. But I want for our next segment, I want to talk a little tease a little bit about Rampage. Because the movie, the Rampage, the movie, because we saw it. We had a community video. screening for the tickets to, at the Grand Theater 
And a lot of people showed up. It was kind of weird. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And Carly, one of our our the station's fans, came. And so I sat next with her, and she had her auto description. And we're going to try to get her in this week. Does she still, uh, does she still go by CC uh, Cool? CC Cool. I mean, she's, I think she's trying to be more established as a normal person in downtown Conroe. So people are like, who the heck CC Cool? CC Cool. I did not know that. Normal person versus the abnormal. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, her, her, no, 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 no. See, you took that the wrong way. Basically, when people have on-air names, they do not want to be known as a real name. Uh, so, for example, C.C. Holmes of Jazzy Vibes, she explicitly said, that's my on-air name. And I was like, okay. So when I'm on the phone with a lot of people, I use their on-air names. Like Reverend Julian Shea, I can't, I mean, it's hard to call him by his real name sometimes, but then I get it mixed up. So there you go, Jason. I wasn't trying to take advantage of somebody's situation, okay? You mean like yeah. like Skippy's? Like Skippy over here. Whose real name is, uh, whose stage name is Stormy Dumb Nails? <laughs> Stormy Dumb Nails? How did you find that out? <laughs> the judge is supposed to seal those records. What is that? <laughs> what is Stormy Dumb Nails? It's mean? a birth name, okay? Just, just get past it. Move on. Thank is that you. one word? Thank you. Uh, hyphenated with uh, two apostrophes. He is oh. getting his money back. $150,000? Great. Now they're going to find me. Now i got to put on a whole new identity. I enjoy the Sean whatever, Thompson identity whatever while ended up with this woman? Did she come back in the news? Or she? I know you told me she's in Penthouse or something. I'm talking about Stormy Daniels. Yeah, she's going to bear all in Penthouse, apparently. But that's not news. That's no, I'm talking about her case. Did she like, was she suing or something? Yes, this is someone who just filed a federal lawsuit against the president and then goes on Penthouse to talk. It kind of shows... In the old days, well, that I mean, would have been laughed at. This is hey, where the media is taking it seriously. Maybe she's getting a retirement fund building. There that you nest go. Egg. So let's not hate that. So on this day, you wanted to do this because it's Shakespeare's birthday. You betcha. And hey, big person's birthday. All right. I'm here. Is that a joke? Is that a real joke? Can you go to the graphics so I can start slapping Jason around? I don't. We want, can still I, hear I it. But it's you mean it's like implied. oh, it's, a, it's an imagination. All right. Yeah, it's it. implied. Well. Uh, yeah, let me get into this. Yeah, Jason. Ow. Oh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. Okay, we're done. Oh, okay, he's we're so Ow, man. he's so polite. I know, right? You know, can I have another for, <laughs> for beating him up? Can I have another, please? Yes, that's right. This date, apparently in 1564, William Shakespeare was born, and what a lot of people don't know is that he also died on his birthday, April 16th, 1616, making 52 years old, which is my age right now, and. I really hope I make it to the next birthday because everyone says, oh, you have a lot of Shakespeare in you. Then it was happy birthday to the bard and happy death day. But that got me thinking about other birthdays that have happened uh, on this day throughout history. And we won't go in like too much detail, but I think we have some good. Uh, uh, yeah, the button's broken, by the way. I, I, bro I broke it. I actually spilled some Conroe coffee on it the other week. We're not going to talk about that. But. So also born on this date was William Penn, you know, who founded Pennsylvania. But here's the thing. He was only born five years after Shakespeare died. So there's only like this little five-year gap between Shakespeare and William Penn. It shows, I don't know, I thought that was cool. Anyone else? No? Okay, move. <laughs> Maybe you're on the wrong show. Maybe I'm on the wrong show. Okay, Shirley Temple was born this day in 1928, inventor of the uh, uh, soda, you know, Coke and Sherry. I mean, I, I... Shirley Temple, the child actress. Okay. Okay, Jim Fix was born in 1932. He, Jim Fix, who actually invented jogging for health, and, of course, in 1984, died while doing what? Jogging. Which led me to believe that you just 
you know, you know exercising you, is bad. I am going to say birthdays don't really mean a lot to me. They don't. What about your, when's your birthday? It doesn't matter. I was, I, I'm not real, per, I'm just kidding, uh, June 5th. But I meant like celebrity birthday kind of stuff. Because I guess the only person you would really, I mean, you're talking about that changed the world. Changed the world. Would that be uh, her, Villa Chase, who was born this day? Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay, See? so. Okay. There we go. Who's that? The plane, boss. The plane. The plane. The little tattoo uh, from okay. uh, Fantasy Island. <clears throat> so, do you remember uh, how he died? By a plane crash? <laughs> but anyways, like, uh, there's always these rumors about how his wife would abuse him. You know, there's oh, no... That's right. Oh, great. And I, and I, where are we read, going with this? I read somewhere where he, like, he, he she shoved place. him up a, a, a chimney or something, abusing him. It was really bad. Could be. Well, if only his fellow... Like, she stuffed him up a chimney? Yeah, but it might be, you know, rumors. But, yeah, she was really abusive of him. Too. We'll find out. Well, if only his uh, the gentleman who's also born on his birthday, Lee Majors, was around, the $6 million man, he could have rescued him. <laughs> and that's it about, there There are others today. But anyhow, uh, but the big news born today was the new heir, or fifth in line to the throne. The, the new royal prince, Prince William and Kate Middleton, the Duchess of Cambridge, had their third son today. So he's the heir? No, he's fifth in line to the throne. So he's got to kill four people? Yeah, pretty much. And it's been known to happen before. But yeah, so uh, uh, well, Prince William and Kate have their their heir and then backup heir. Now they got the third in line. Yeah, good job, uh, Germans that were people that we used to be German and now are English after World War One because everyone's kicking Germans out of uh, England. <laughs> what were the names before they were uh, the Windsors? Sachs. Uh, oh, uh, Sachsen von. Well, no, you, oh, you had the uh, uh, Habsburgs. Uh, they were the Gothas, right? Saxon and Gothas or something like that. They were they had a German name before mm -hmm. before they changed Windsors because right because the Windsors came after the Tudors. They came after the four doors. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> so moving on there. So that's what I got for the birthday thing here. But yeah, Skippy sends well, out a big uh, happy birthday to William Shakespeare. Okay. It only happens. Well, I, mean, once I guess a he kind of changed the world a bit. You what, think maybe? You, okay, so what will be more celebrated, a death or a birthday? Hmm. Ooh, because uh, I feel like we celebrate death more since, like, hence Barbara Bush and like the whole commotion, and like of the funeral and like all the publicity of the yeah, funeral. Yeah, but you don't you don't celebrate. I mean, I mean, I bet that that Prince person who got born that was probably a celebration of. Something. Oh, I've been a huge over there. There's there's baby watch in England when that goes down. I remember when Di was pregnant with Will, and then we had that draft. That gave yeah. birth to that giraffe. Yeah, we had the giraffe cam at the Houston Zoo. It was on for like two years. The mother giraffe just would not go into labor. Hmm. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't remember that? Yeah. Right. And then when yeah. it finally started it happening, weird. people were like, oh, weird. OMG, look in, go to the giraffe cam, the giraffe's being born. Hmm. No, I, I didn't see that. I missed that. So yeah. Apparently they can't put their heads down for like long periods of time. <laughs> you mean when they're born? No, because they're... they're it, it, it puts so much pressure. Yeah. So much blood pressure ooh, into their heads. Ooh. Yeah, they blow up their heads. Yeah. They blow them up. Or something. I don't know. There's too much pressure. I mean, something happens. <laughs> That's fantastic. So and, this thing about William Shakespeare. Yes. Not being, if you heard this, that William Shakespeare may may have not have been a real person. Yes, that I have heard it. Agglomeration of different uh, 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 yes, artists. Yes, I, I have heard these things. Uh, wow, it's kind of like that. And he wrote, yes, I've heard that. Oh, he didn't write it. It was really one of the royal, but he didn't want to uh, 
you know, get known for being a writer. So they just, you know, gave it to this nobody writer. Charlie, I, I got to ask my employee, the one with the, all the uh, conspiracy theories. And, uh-huh. and ask her. There's always one. There's yeah. always one. Yeah, well, they, they've done movies about it. And, you know, it, it sells movie tickets and, and it's, it's the thing, but you mean Shakespeare in Love wasn't a true story? It was. It absolutely was. It was a documentary. They actually sent a camera back in time to a, a place where, yeah. So you're telling me Gwyneth Paltrow is a time traveler? So, duh, we that's knew the that. bigger news than yeah. William Shakespeare. So have you been to the Globe when you were over there? Uh, visited, but that was the time because uh, you know they've rebuilt the Globe. So I saw the original site and also the site of the Rose, but unfortunately didn't go in and see any uh, productions there because that was the late '70s, early '80s. The best I got was Charles Dickens' house. Uh, yeah. You didn't steal a little piece of it? I wanted to very much, but nah, I'm not that much of a Dickens fan. He just happened to be born in the same house that I, uh, the same city that I lived in. So they gave little tours. This is where it happened. That's right. <laughs> I'm such a party nut. Hey, look, I, look at me. I'm at Charles Dickens' house. Take a picture. I mean, I always feel like those kind of things, similar to the discussion of like celebrating birthdays and deaths. It's like, all right, so we're trying to remember these folks. So we have to tack on to something that other people can connect to. So like, oh, he's born on this day. It's a really big deal. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I know. I get you on that on birthdays. I mean, to me, obviously, like the, the house thing. That's bizarre. The house thing. The house thing. Well, like, why? Like, if I go to his house, what on earth am I going to see? Well, the artist in me, if I, if I saw like a museum layout, because you know you'll have like H.G. Wells' study or or something. Like they have like a cool that. house here about at the Heritage Museum, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it was specifically because there's actually four or five houses down towards 105 and the Ransom Steakhouse. See, that was kind of neat because you could see how people live. But, like, are we looking at how Charles Dickens lived? Is that what the whole point of it was? Like, this is where his mom beat him with a broom. Pretty much, yeah. And <laughs> stuffed him up the chimney. The, actually, the, the, re- <laughs> the really fascinating one. I mean, that's depressing stuff, I man. Know. We're going to have to look into that. So we, we, we miss you, Herb. But... Uh, Nearby where I lived is a town called Southampton, and that's where the HMS Victory was. And if you know any uh, battles in the 1800s, Admiral Horatio Nelson uh, fighting the French. Are you talking about Master and Commander? Probably, yeah. I think it wasn't that the uh, thing. Uh, was the him? Battle of Trafalgar? Is that Russell Crowe? Probably. Although I can't, I just can't see Horatio. Nelson. That's Horatio. Bl- blown field. You know, no, you're thinking Hornblower and, and Battle of Trafalgar. What Trafalgar Square? You know. That battle was named after Trafalgar Square. Yeah. Here's the thing. Nelson, <laughs> I'm learning way too much today. Nelson survived the battle. change the bar. It says it's history lesson. But uh, you got to take a tour of the ship, and you just found all this amazing, uh, uh, fascinating uh, trivia, like sick bay. You, you know, the medical bay on the ship was painted red. The walls and the floors and everything, and it was red. That way, when people came in, they were, like, wading ankle deep in blood. They were told it was water because, you know, it would hide it. Or what they were fed, or the, the feeding conditions were just horrible. Or that if you died on the ship, they would sew you up in your own hammock, canvas hammock, and the last stitch would go through your nose to make sure you were really dead and not faking it. Well, see, Dick grew up in Texas, where they spend the majority of their time learning Texas history. So, what yeah, history? To, it's to, more know important. History, yeah. to know there's history beyond that is just great. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, but we have a guy who doesn't even believe Shakespeare was real. So how do I mean? Uh, he's just—he's a rabble rouser. He's just saying that because he likes to see that little vein hey, so pop you, out in my temple. You know that you're—you're you're perpetuating <laughs> his—you're putting off his third death, right? So we have two deaths: we have heart death, we have brain death, and we have like a thought death. Okay. So, you know, 
when you do, when you when your heart stops, you you know that that people usually say that's that's when you die. Yeah. Then people moved it up to brain death when your your brain stopped dying. You know, you stopped working. They're like, oh, okay, we can't re- we can't resuscitate you now because your brain dead. Well, now someone also was saying like a memory death. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say your great grandfather, right? I mean, was he famous? Was he was he pretty obscure? I mean, I don't know. Right? Did you even know him? Did you know his name? No. So the last time someone thinks about them or mentions them, that's when their last death happened. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, that's deep. Well, no, that's let, cool. let, let me ask you something because last, I think last week we were talking about the impression of DNA. I was just thinking about that. So is it DNA in our hair? Mm-hmm. So when you're dead and buried, you know, people keep growing their hair. Each cell carries your DNA. So da- how long does it take for hair to stop growing? Your hair really body? does not. Your hair and your uh, does not really keep growing. That's that's one of those urban legends. Uh, it uh, once you die, the uh, factors that promote growth die with it. It's just as the rest of you get skeletalized, it looks like your hair has grown more. Same Damn. thing with same thing with your fingernails. They're, you know, when your hands become skeletal, your nails become more pronounced. Plus, you do that thing with the jaw. Yeah, that what thing. But how's that can, go? In case Jason or the listeners missed it, some scientists have, have, are, are working on the premise, and they've found some evidence that actual memory imprints go into your DNA. So that could actually go get transferred generation to generation, which could explain past life regression theory. All right. Subject hopping. Love it. Yeah, we got to take a break. Okay. <laughs> got to. Got to say thanks to the sponsors and all that good stuff. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Mornings with Lone Star. We're on YouTube Live, folks. Just look us up. Morning's Lone Star. You can watch live in the studio, broadcasting live from downtown Conroe. Hanging out with Jason Owen from Conroe Coffee. He's on vacation, if you didn't know. I'm just kidding. I, I, How can you tell? He's wearing the same clothes and everything. Every day. Yeah. I'm on vacation. Yeah, he survived the barbecue cook-off. So, there you go. Okay. Gotta, all right, we'll take our break. We'll be right back on Morning's Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hey, welcome back. 935. Hello, we got Dick and Skippy and special guest co-host Jason Owen in the studio if you haven't heard yet, we are also broadcasting live streaming on YouTube. So go to YouTube, hit up Mornings with Lone Star, subscribe to us, get your notifications, and tune in. You'll see us live. You see how the sausage is made. It is currently 9.36 in the morning. Temperatures 59 degrees, going all the way up to 79. We're going to be bouncing between the 70s and the 80s all week. Only a 1% chance of rain all week long. How about that? That is so cool. We are inching from spring into summer. So we had a good time over the weekend with the uh, Montgomery County Fair. 
lots of fun was to be had, even though Skippy did not get any of the barbecue. But uh, Jason, how did it taste? So good. Okay, just just, so just lay it on me good. here. What did I miss? Uh, we did miss, he missed crawfish the night before, which is great. Mm -hmm. And he missed. Uh, I, there's so much the ribs, chicken. You know, it, there was so much food there afterwards because everyone doesn't really start making food for the public or for people until after pretty much the brisket's turned in because everyone's really focused on right. the competition. But uh, afterwards, it's like it's amazing how much meat there is. Because uh, well, that's the question: What do they do with it? Because there were 143 teams. Forty-five. They added two. Oh, they added yeah. two. Okay, awesome. A gross plus one. 145 teams, a lot of brisket. The judges only got a bite maybe of each thing. So do they sell it? Do they give it away? Do they give it to the homeless? What what happens to all the meat that's left over afterwards? They, they try to give it away. I know for uh, the night before, they were giving away crawfish. Mm -hmm. Like they were trying to get away their, their crawfish. Or there's, hey, someone won't take this stuff home because there's so much. Yeah. Are these the same teams making the crawfish or, or making the, the brisket? Well, this was the night before. This was family night. So it wasn't like they were, you know. Oh, yeah, so but, it's not like a restaurant brings in a whole bunch of crawfish. No, no. It was, it was I guess one person from this team from this one tent was making crawfish for them. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, that sounds good. Well, I'm really bummed that I missed tasting because the smell was just insane just all around. It was wonderful. So next next year I am staying booked for the whole time. I will be there come rain or shine. Sure. If you're still around. If I'm still around. <laughs> yeah. Unless I die when I'm, you know, I'm just like Shakespeare, die on my fifty third birthday. Big guy. Great. Is, is, is the fair still going? It ended yesterday. Oh. All man. over. I should hang out there and just what? hold out doggy bags for the leftover food. Okay, and I like the like I like the way they do this, but why do they do the cook off uh, at the end point of the uh, fair versus You could sell it all week long. No, I'm talking about like so Houston, they do their uh, uh, barbecue cook off before they start the uh, uh, fair. Why? I don't know. I think the reason they do that they do the cook off at the end is because so many people who are involved with the rest of the week are doing that because the dedication to be there. Somebody has to be at the barbecue tent from Friday all the way to Sunday. Okay, so but that that's what doesn't answer my question. Like, why why do they do it at the end when uh, for celebration? The beginning for celebration, probably. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, hey, look at that. We got Hi. we got delivery, Hi. delivery. Wait, 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 wait. Right here. Right here. So we. <laughs> Where am I? Okay, we have Sarah with Conroe oh Coffee God. here, who who personally delivered coffee for her. Boss hey, how do we get on that service? Yeah, right. I don't. We, we got to pour our own here. And you can order. You can order coffee, right? If you're in the you downtown can, area. You can call in and order. Okay. Is, there, Jason, is there a delivery? Do you deliver Jason deliver we don't deliver. Maybe Jason will. You got to you got to suck up to the yeah. Conor, the, Well, there's a bike shop that's going will. in next door, right? Well, what I think you should team up with them and have little like cup holders on the bike, and he, he they can just go up and down and. Million dollar idea. There you go. Yeah, I, I want to go. I don't like being on the radio. I know. Uh, and and how often does it happen? Uh, this makes it sound like a weekly thing. Oh, I hate being on the radio. The second time. That of course, or hey, okay. she doesn't have a microphone, folks. So okay, we, yeah, people well, have no idea what's going on. Yeah, so okay, thank you so much for bringing the the coffee That's for funny. him and not us. We'll just <laughs> pour our own. But Jason now gets to enjoy his Conroe coffee. So that's what that's the big news that happened over the weekend. Uh, was the 
uh, the fair. I will be there next year for the whole thing. Crawfish night and all. Uh, here's a little police report that came out. Uh, Shenandoah police are warning people that a lot of Ford F-250 pickup trucks, the tailgates, that's where the, the backup cameras are. And they're getting stolen off of trucks. I believe it. I, I do too. I mean, used to be the old breaking in to get your fuzz buster or your eight track. Now it's uh, now it's your backup cameras. You're so old. Yeah, Nate. Well, no, that I mean you. Ford F two fifties, F three fifties have been having a huge issue for the past ten years of people stealing the actual like tailgate. Well, you know, this is what happens when you drive a Ford. And everyone else drives a Ford. They they can buy your parts. Right. Well you think, I think it's that, just cars in general, Jason. But I mean, here's the thing, the backup camera is effectively a little webcam that you can get on your, your phone for, you know, twenty bucks. So to I don't think it's that simple. But it, I don't think I think it is a little bit more. But to think about uh, a tailgate, it's not a small. I think they item. actually take the tailgate. I don't think they just take. No, the they, they take the whole tailgate. Yeah. To sell it, but I'm saying it's why target these because the addition of the camera can't add that much. Maybe it can on the black market. Maybe it can. This is like a fuzzbuster you can buy for twenty bucks. So. Well, how much is a tailgate with a camera in it? I mean, this is this is an OEM. Uh, Let's uh, look it up. Let's mm -hmm. look it up. Because I remember back in the '80s, there was like a two-year period. What year, what year is it? 2017. It's 2018 now. Right. Well, I mean, like, what year are we talking about? People getting stolen? Uh, probably 17s and 18s. But back in the uh, '80s, there was a period where pickup trucks decided to make their tailgates an optional accessory. And that blew up in their faces so hard because that was the one thing that people knew what you were driving back then. It had a name. Oh, of wow. You can car. actually just buy the camera. That's what I'm saying. You can just uh, to, to take a chance on stealing a tailgate, which is not small. You can't, huh. you know, tuck it under your arm and run down the street. But if you lock your tailgate, it's harder to steal, right? Mm -hmm. And they are saying, Shenandoah police are saying, if your tailgate has a factory installed locking system, use it. But there are aftermarket lo uh, tailgate locks that are available and reasonably priced, and they are easily installed and vary by vehicle, make, and model. And also, here's an, something important. Mark your tailgate with your VIN, your vehicle identification number, to increase the likelihood of getting the tailgate back in case it is stolen. But can you just imagine, who gets them besides chop shops? Do you walk into a, a pawn shop with a tailgate and say, yeah, I took this off my truck. Well, I mean, there's, bucks no, for it? there's no way to if, I'm sure if to you track get it. There's not, there's not a vent like he said. Put the VIN number on afterwards. Like you think forward wising up and be like, hey, let's put something on here. Too. But then when when would you, where would you stop, putting your VIN on? Let's put well, it on the hood. Let's I think it, it well that no, it, this is definitely a reaction thing. If people are getting their tailgates stolen on a high number, that's when you go, oh hey, let's just start doing this as policy. So an even more important question: mm -hmm. tailgate up or down for better uh, gas mileage? Wouldn't it be down? Hold on. No, let me think it like, about that. You get like one mile per hour better, I think. No, I Well, think you would think take down would give you better slipstream on it. Yeah, because I know like when I, almost get I drove a truck and I had one of those complete flatbed covers. And their their selling point to me was like, oh, it saves you one to two miles a gallon. So uh, I remember looking this up and, and they had proven that there was no there was actually no difference or there was such a small difference. And it actually was... Uh, to help uh, toward the gate being up because of uh, it's, it's kind of like uh, planes. Yeah. Well, I'm saying the, when you raise the aileron, it gives you additional We're lift. We're clearly like qualified in. to talk about this. Well, I used to fly, so I'm thinking. You know, Bernoulli effect. So mm -hmm. so air pressure goes over and get, it's wrapped around. Mm -hmm. And that and lifts. provides lift and, and forward momentum. So, yeah, I would have to, that's what I was uh, trying to 
chew it over my head. Tailgate up, people. Also, that way everyone else knows that you're driving a Ford. Well, because, oh, I started to say in the 80s when the truck companies decided to sell them as extra, people were like, forget that. I'll just put a little mesh thing. And they lost a lot of money because of the, the, the truck companies because they realized that was the best advertising. Plus, you know, it throws your backup sensor. Uh, it makes makes it all, all crazy. No, we didn't have those back then. They also decided to sell passenger side mirrors, side mirrors, as an accessory. Oh, yeah. And that, again, that just was bad. Everyone who did that was like, great, you don't care about our safety. You want to charge us extra. Wait, you, you legally have to have the passenger side, not the driver's side, right? No, you legally have to have the driver's side. Well, that's kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. You can look to your driver's side. Uh-huh. Yeah, whatever. Yep. But no, that didn't last long. Was that 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 was the eighties greed at its heyday, right Is there? Is that why those Ferraris only had one can one uh, mirror? Mm -hmm. I thought that was just for a look. Well, it makes you asymmetrical. What's cool about that? I don't know. It looks like it's missing. It looks like somebody ripped off your uh, thing. Of course, also in the eighties, they had this dearth of people stealing the the hood ornaments and turning them into bling. So like Mercedes yeah. hood ornaments, they <laughs> oh, break yeah, them I off. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. They'd wear them as necklaces. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Oh, and that's gosh. why now they're 80s. flat on certain cars. That's exactly 80s. why, because they just break them right off. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. That was a fun little segment. <laughs> You're uh, either enjoying us online at IRLoneStar.com, on YouTube Live, Morning's Lone Star, or locally here in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be back. We're here till, till 11, right? Yes. That, yeah. It's our. <laughs> Uh, and we have special <laughs> guest Jason Owen from Conroe Ooh. Coffee, our co-host. Let us know what's going on. There is a chat feature on YouTube Live, and then there's also uh, Morning's Lone Star on Facebook and Twitter and all that cool stuff. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about Rampage, the movie, and how The Rock... I was waiting for the Michael Jackson song, Man in the Mirror, and like because okay. he, he just kept looking at the gorilla, and it was just like, like I was like, "Where's the reflection gonna happen?" Because we're all we're all George. So, George the gorilla. George the gorilla. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star on Lone Star Community Radio. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. We're headbanging. Hanging out in the studio in downtown Conroe. We're on YouTube Live. And also Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Don't forget, we record the show for podcasts for later use on iTunes, Google Play, and of course now YouTube. We're on Channel 12 suddenly through Our City TV. We're brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Oh, let me give a shout out to Rockasons, third one eight seven, and five zero third, and a three two seven. Just thinking about you guys. Awesome. Hey, thank you for your service. Well, thank you for thanking me for your yeah. my service. I just can't imagine Jason being. Oh, I can. Are you kidding me? He's a paratrooper. Mm -hmm. 
No. Right? You're well, airborne. The 101st is airborne, was airborne. Uh, no, the other air assault. Well, when I was in, there was... Air assault? Air assault. Are you serious? Helicopters. All helicopters. So air assault school is at, uh, uh, at the 101st. At okay. Camp. Yeah. Which is even harder than airborne school. Because, I mean, it, it just is. Okay. I mean, back in the day, airborne school was, was difficult. But, you know, it got real soft. Like There's, there's something called an airborne shuffle where, you, where you're kind of running along in the mornings, but you're like kind of shuffling. Because everyone has to be able to make it, so they make it real easy. It, the difficult thing about airborne school is the injury, more than anything else. Yeah, it's so easy to get those. Oh, really? Easy. I, and I, then they cut, then they go out. Well, I bust my back and jump three, so yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, air assault school actually has, you know, like a road march at the end. They have uh, sling uh, sling low tests. They have all kinds of stuff that are really difficult for you to figure out, and, and also repelling is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you do repel out of helicopters. It's it's pretty easy. The one thing I didn't like about repelling is the uh, same thing like like going off a high dive. From my perspective, it is way much higher than what if I was an observer watching. You'd think why why is this guy crying so hard coming down? Because <laughs> he's only twenty thirty feet up. But from my perspective, as the repeller, it I was like I'm gonna die. Am I three thousand feet up? Well, repelling from a helicopter to me was easier and not as scary as repelling from a tower. As you're sitting there waiting, you can hear the strain on the rope <laughs> as, it, as, as you're leaning back. It's just straining away. And you're like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten those tacos before this repelling And thing. you can see the ground underneath you, and it's far enough away so you know you're going to break, uh, you break your neck if, you, if uh, the rope breaks. Whereas the helicopter, you just kind of, uh, I'm in a helicopter. I exit. I release. I'm good. There you go. Jason and I sharing memories of, of, of scary Aww. stuff. Dick, you need, to, you need to repel sometime. I've yeah. been repelling before. Oh, you have? Yeah. I didn't know that. I've done a lot of dangerous things with my body. Is danger? Are you Carlos Danger? Nice, like you know, risking it. There you go. Have you, have you like exited a perfectly I mean, good I've, airplane? I've rock climbed. In I've uh, repelled. I <clears throat> I went spelunking once. That was hard. You, you went spelunking. That's caving, people. For those who that know that's actually really hard. Uh, but outside that, I mean, I were um, you know bungee jumping, mm -hmm. skydiving, all that kind of stuff. You've done it all. Dick's just like danger man over here. I can see why ho the allure for Holly now. Yeah. He's like, you're such a bad boy, Dick. <laughs> yeah, just, totally. He likes to get beat. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so later this week on Thursday, we're going to be doing the ticket sub. We're going to be reviewing our group movie, Rampage. We saw Rampage at the Grand Theater, and we actually broadcast it, or we actually record it live taping there. And my favorite part of it outside the movie were the people walking by and – we're talking. We all have headsets on. We have all these computers around us. And like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what's going on over here? Oh, yeah. Whenever you film a video in a public venue, yeah. go, hey, what's going on? They all want to think they're, you know, some kind of American Idol audition or something. They, they just want to be there. Yeah. So, so when's that going to be uh, broadcast? That's Thursday at noon. Thursday at noon. Yeah. I can't wait to hear. So uh, don't give away too many spoilers, but so Rampage the movie is based on the video game. <laughs> they actually... It, what was funny is two people who saw it with us, they came, They basically told us, hey, I never didn't even know it was a video game. So they had no idea until afterwards. Well, well, it's an old video game, and well, it wasn't very popular. It yeah, was, that's true. It was, was popular enough. And so I argued, but... I was like, so is this probably one of the better video game movies, too, then? Because, like, it's based off it. A lot of it is based off of it, but they don't make it so obvious where 
it oh. has like the the noise from it's, the video the games. The monsters are climbing buildings and pounding and trying to make the buildings. And come they're down eating. And, they're eating people and they're mm-hmm. eating little vehicles and they breathe fire when they eat the wrong vehicle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you remember playing the game back in the day? I do. I, yeah. I, I I do. Yeah, and it was a fun game, but it was one of those games where you're like, oh, okay, I got to feed it quarters. There's no way you can actually like finish the game right. yeah. with on one quarter. There's no finishing the game. You just got to keep feeding it. Yeah. The, but but yeah, did you ever when you were playing? Did you think, oh, this would be a great movie? No, absolutely not. Well, no. watching, ever since they did Battleship as well, a movie. That's, that's what's I've so funny is watching the movie, you realize, oh, you can make it work. Like, they really, I mean, they made it work. Donkey Kong. And it was, it was really cool to watch the, the progression of the monsters, and the, especially when they got to Chicago because, like, the end scene is in Chicago, and it's just chaos. Is this and, like Cloverfield where just the monsters show up and you got to beat them up or – or these well, like, it's, like well, that's one thing I loved about it because you have the rock in it. And at one point, you have to realize these creatures are giant. I would say if you're looking at like a tower from like, you know, New York or whatever, George the monkey is probably 20 stories tall. And then the, the alligator is like lengthwise has got to be 100 stories tall. 20 stories, that's like so, 350 feet. Yeah. And oh. then and then the uh, the wolf is probably you know, about like probably right there at George's height. But what's funny about it is they have the rock in the mix and they're like, you got to think rock is useless. He could be the greatest green beret or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, you're fighting these giant things. It the has size of his there's toenail. A scene, there's a scene because he's buddies with George. They fist bump several times in the movie. And uh, wouldn't he, that put him through the he, nurse wall? He, he, <laughs> he, he puts the uh, grenades on his shoulder and he has this big gun. He's like, all right, George, ready for this. And you're like, he would just get eaten like immediately. <laughs> There's no way, but he survives. Of course he does. He's the rock. Has he uh, done anything like super serious? Well, we talked about that last week that we think his his time is is coming for that for the the serious role. No, no. See, one thing I realize now is well, after watching this movie, the rock is going to be. He is the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's already been. Where every well, I mean, like this is he's had six solid movies now that you expect him to play a certain role. And he does it really well. And he played this role. I mean, I would say the thing that the worst thing about this movie, and I say this on the show, was on the ticket stub, was it was the delivery of the one liners because it just wasn't up there to Arnold's level. And I don't know if you should give The Rock one liners because he. I think those days are kind of. Well, he has has the range, so you don't need it. You don't need to give him a one liner. Mm hmm. But there were certain there were certainly a couple of scenes where the one liners, I was like, oof, Arnold could have done better. I think the death of the one liner came with the last. Action hero, where it was the Schwarzenegger movie making fun of all the Schwarzenegger movies, where he said, "Ha, I'll, I'll be well, back." I bet you weren't expecting me to say that. Well, the problem is, is all the new action stars are all English speaking, because that's why you give them one-liners for foreign dudes, because they can't have a dialogue. <laughs> so that's why they're one-liners, and that's why they're so memorable, because it sounds fun, and you're like, "Did he? I'll be back." Like that's fun. Now, if it's like The Rock saying it. Oh, you're going to get the people's elbow, you know, like getting all the WWE. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just, that's not entertaining enough. So they had to find out how to work the, the rock in to be more. Because there's there were scenes in this movie, I kid you not, like the dialogue explained the most unexplainable thing. Like he gets shot, for example. Later in the movie, it shows up. He's just kind of like holding his side. And he's just like, are you okay? I thought you were shot. And he's like, it didn't hit any vital organs. So let's keep going. And then it's like, he's like running stuff. <laughs> I'm like, really? That explains that. And then Okay. And then there was a scene where they're in a helicopter that doesn't have a tail. And it's like, how are we gonna do this? We're gonna ride it like an avalanche. 
bitch. And oh, then, Lord. oh man, you those movies left. where somebody gets shot in the shoulder, like, oh, it didn't hit anything. You know, any bones are in your shoulder? That well, no, that's what goes. No, like, there, this the scene he gets shot, and he's he's down. You think he's dead? Like, he's boom, false. And then they take the woman hostage, and then later, like, you know, a couple scenes later, he shows up and saves her. And you're like, wait a second. He, like, literally didn't even cry out in pain. He went like, ugh, ugh, like, ain't nothing like that. He literally went down like he was dead. And then he was like, oh, don't worry about it. Didn't hit any vital organs. The, the only time that I was a— was taking a power nap. <laughs> the only time that a, you know, apparent on-screen weapon death not being so bad that they pulled off was uh, in the 90s. There was this TV show called The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. with Bruce Campbell. And it was a yeah. Western— but it was a comedy, science fiction elements and stuff. And they had this uh, uh, episode where the, the Chinese, like, Master Poe character gets killed with all these throwing stars, and, and he dies. But he shows up the next episode, and the hero's like, wait, I thought you, I thought you died last week. And, and he says, well, that's the thing about Chinese weapons. You get killed, but an hour later, uh. you feel alive again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the only time that that worked. I just love... You get shot in the shoulder and then you show up in an arm sling. No, you've got like multiple, you got compound fractures in your clavicle and that hurts. We were also talking about movies and shows like that where when the audience starts questioning things where they shouldn't be, like, because there was a lot of times in this movie where I was like, how is that even possible? But then I go, we're talking about a canister of gas hits the earth and suddenly we have giant alligators. Like, I, I I'm not questioning anything anymore. I like, who cares? You got to turn off your brain. It's called the willing suspension of disbelief. But I have to ask, how often am I willing to to suspend that disbelief? Well, because yeah, because I mean, the movie opens up like a horror film. It was actually I was like, is this the right movie? This is scary because <laughs> they're in space and they're doing sp experiments and all that kind of stuff. And then of course the thing blows up because there's a giant rat. And then uh, what was weird to me is they show like the canisters hitting different parts of the Earth. At that time, so I guess scientifically, it can only be half the Earth because they're falling. And you can't, you know. Well, the Earth does rotate. Yeah, but it's so falling fast enough oh, for okay. a full rotation. But then it, then like like it showed him hitting the monkey, hitting the alligator, hitting the uh, the wolf pack, like a little thing. And I go, what happens if it hit like an ant bed? Yeah, giant ants. Yeah, like giant. I mean, no, these things are huge. They probably the made that movie though. Yeah, them. Yeah, in the fifties. Obviously, just you know. So, what what point in the movie was? What the point of the movie was? I no, no, no. What, what point <laughs> in the movie? Point. At what point in the movie did you think that was it just disbelievable? Like, I, you gotta be like, no, this is ridiculous. Well, no, the only time it really was like that was the there are certain several scenes where no one around the world were reacting to these giant creatures. So, like for example, this wolf got the wolf pack was somewhere in New Mexico, and so the whole premise of the movie is after these containers hit. And all over the different parts of the world, and the people who made the disease or made the gas are bad guys, right? And they're like, "Hey, that's our only proof of our research, so we need to get that back because we don't have any research. We need we spent all this money, we need those animals back." So what they do is uh, the rampage part comes in. They're in Chicago and they build this antenna that calls them. And so when they turn it on, all the creatures who are affected just beeline towards it and so from that point till they hit chicago it was almost like no one knew they were existed i'm like how does somebody miss a wolf running through like you're <laughs> beelining it from new mexico and like no one's worried about it no one's talking about it and until it gets to, the, to the chicago where they're now evacuating i'm like what's going on here that was the only time i was like 
what, what, like, <laughs> that was kind of weird to me. Here, you know, I don't, here's what I always think of when I see, like, uh, dinosaur movies and stuff. How do they taste? Because it's like a giant bird, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a giant chicken. Tastes like chicken. So why, why can't we make chickens, like, giant? We, why can't we just modify them to be giant? It'll just, we do. Like, even bigger. Like, you know. Make them T-Rex-sized. I mean, it's or at least, you know. Science takes dog, time. Well, at least, like, pig-sized. That would Cow work. Cow-sized. Cow-sized. Then I guess there would be uh, ostriches chasing after you, pecking at you. <laughs> no, th I mean, this movie, you should check it out. Okay. Okay, well, I will be tuning into the Ticket Stub on Thursday at noon to find out all about Rampage and compare it to the old, uh, see if I can uh, find some old YouTube well, of the video I, game. Yeah, that's one thing I really want to get Carly in because she sat next to me throughout the whole movie and she had her earbuds on for the uh, audio description. For those who don't and know, there were a lot, visually impaired. Like, what was funny is the the relationship between the rock and the mo monkey, they use sign language. So that was actually a good way to audio describe, like, what they're saying. And you can kind of hear it through her earbuds. But then there was, there was some foul language used in uh -oh. sign language. So I was like, <laughs> I was, after the movie, I was like, Carly, what did it say when they did this? Because they did the, I don't know if we can even do this. Like, I can't even do it now. They made a gesture. <laughs> Well yeah. done, Dick, for putting us on a uh, visual. And don't forget, we are broadcasting <laughs> I was live do it, yeah. on YouTube. So you want to see Dick uh, stop himself from making obscene gestures on the air? It's, go it's, to YouTube, hit Mornings with Lone Star. Does, does that does that does that uh, uh, violate the uh, rules? Uh, yeah. When you, when you do, like, I don't know. Uh, I just don't want to. We don't want to be that kind of morning show, guys. All right, you're listening oh, to Lone Star. Oh, man, we're IRLoneStar.com. We're going to take a break. It's 10:05. Coming up after this, we'll do some weather and traffic. And then, uh, of course, what's coming up this week? We got a live broadcast tease on Friday. <gasps> what? So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. And we'll be back. You're listening to Mornings and Lone Star. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Hey, hey, hey. 10.09 on a Monday morning. We're broadcasting to you live. Mornings with Lone Star, Dick Skippy. Special co-host, guest co-host, Jason Owen from Conroe Coffee. Speaking of which, we're sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. We're coming to you live on Conroe's FM dial 104.5, 106.1. Streaming live on IRLoneStar.com. Or starting today, that's right, for most days, you'll see us see us broadcasting on YouTube. Go to youtube.com, click at Mornings with Lone Star, subscribe to us, get notifications, and by golly, you'll see us live every day. You'll see how the sausage is made. Okay, what does that mean? See how the sausage is made? No. What? You are a sausage and you're being made... What? You see how the sausage... Uh, it, 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 it's really? a phrase. I've never heard that, that one. Phrase. Oh, really? It's a, basically, we all enjoy our sausage, but it's a very messy process on how to, how to make it. And so a lot of people don't want to see how the sausage is being made. They just want to be able I to eat it. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. so, oh. so, you know, they can hear us, but they don't see what we're doing while <laughs> while we're broadcasting or even off the air. Fortunately, Dick puts up a graphic while we go to break uh, so people don't see, like, the really bad things that happen. 
But just, you know, now you can tune in and see if someone's got a really itchy nose or something. Yeah, my finger smells bad now. I know, right? Oh, off, well, off the air, he shoved it under my nose. What can I say? So, yeah. and outside we see um, law enforcement hard at work there, uh, making sure that uh, no one's parking too long there. Thankfully, I, I parked uh, elsewhere, so I, I've got more than two-hour parking, but it is important well, to know. speaking of parking. Yes. Let's do some weather and traffic. There you go. Oh, wait, we, we need music for because that's breaking news. Oh, that's our breaking news sound effect. We need uh, something for traffic and weather on mornings with Lone Star. What we should do is just record a bunch of the annoying horn sounds. And it's like, so the people in the car go, man, who's talking at me, man? 65 degrees outside. There's 0% chance, 1% chance of rain. Sorry about that. 79 is the high. Low is going to be 55. Actually, this whole week average is going to be like 78 for the high. So it's really? going to be a beautiful week here in Montgomery County. Looking at traffic conditions, everything's looking okay. I'm not seeing any accidents or instances. If you're heading to Houston, uh, you're pretty much good to go until you hit I-10 area. If you're on uh, 59, uh, you're pretty much good to go south and north through New Caney, Splendora, and Cleveland. East to west, 105, everything's looking pretty good. And the same thing with 1488 and 242. Uh, actually, yeah, everything's good to go for traffic. So, boom, there you go. That's all I had for this segment. We'll let the other guys talk. What's going on? Well, we were looking at the headlines, and Jason and I were talking off the air about the latest on the Waffle House situation. We're not going to try and get too serious here. But once again, this is a situation where, uh, uh, what's his name, Travis Ryan King, exhibited over the last two years, had run-ins with the police, uh, found half-naked in a CVS parking lot during a mental health crisis. I uh, was telling people he was convinced Taylor Swift was stalking him. Hey, buddy, just to let you know, it's usually it's the other way around. So showing signs and symptoms of a, a problem, but not taken in because could it be that we've gone so far with we can't blame the victim or mental health is something to be I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. it's not forgiven, but you can get away with, Oh, he shouldn't be committed or arrested or something because he's sick. If the crazy fit, you must commit. There you go. It's Jason uh, tying it up. So Jason, let's talk about that briefly. So this guy, once again, there seem to be more and more catastrophic failures where we had like the recent school shooting where everybody knew the FBI was told the sheriff's office, everyone was told this guy's going to shoot up school. He's here's proof on his Facebook page. Here's this. And information is not forwarded. And so everyone is shocked when it, when it finally goes down, this is a guy that for two years, at least exhibited substantial um, mental health issues. There was a supposition that there might be an AR 15 in the trunk of his car, but it was never displayed and they never went into it probably because of the whole, you need probable cause. Is, is there a point where we say enough that if somebody is exhibiting something, they need to go in for observation or what? Did we start stripping rights away from people? Remember back in the day when people got committed and then all of a sudden it went away. Everyone got let go. We just stopped spending money uh, committing people and running uh, institutions uh, commit. And yeah, back in the day, people were like, oh, this is uh, an inhumane treatment to commit them. Well, some of them may have been, some of them may not have been, but it kept them off the street. Well, what do you think would make it like the 2.0 version better? Because uh, I think in the old days, it was really open for uh, abuse of, of power. Someone wanted to get rid of his wife. He would be, ah, oh, she's crazy and stuff, and she'd get thrown in. 
So what better safeguards? Well, th- that happened in the early eighties, and you know, like late seven. I, I can't remember exactly when that all uh, stopped and everyone got let go. Um, so back in the day, you know, they didn't have things like the internet, phones, and and people recording things, and and so now there's there's checks and balances where people are like saying, hey, okay, I got the other video beaten on a, uh, a mentally. Uh, um, uh, They'll get caught if they if they're not doing if they're doing the same thing they did back then. So right now it'd probably be a better. You know, they they've got what decades worth of uh, medical technology that that could help and and medicine that can help. So yeah, I think committing people would be a good thing again. Okay, well that was Jason's thought on it. I, I like uh, the conversation here. If you want to join in on this conversation or others like it, call us nine three six six four seven three seven seven six. You can comment if you go to the face, uh, the Facebook page. You can comment, or if you go to the YouTube page, you got live chat. Live comment. chat, Bray. Yeah, there you go. I guess it's called treatment now, right? Mm-hmm. It's called treatment. Yeah. Like, yeah, and again, proper treatment. treatment. There, there's too many cases now where those who were supposed to have trusted in the past to to protect us seems to not be happening, and that's uh, again the catastrophic failure across the board on the school shooting where it. People say, well, you know, we have these cops or this FBI or this and that. And it all—it was a perfect storm of falling apart, but we seem to have more and more of that. When was the first time you went to a Waffle House? Waffle House? Uh, probably as a kid in California, something like the 1970s. They have Waffle House in California? I think they did, yeah. I don't remember this. No I, kidding. I think so. I was a kid, so like maybe six, seven years old. So it would have been late, late 60s, early 70s. The first time I was in Waffle House was in Georgia. I was... Uh, Driving from uh, from uh, Fort Campbell in Tennessee down to in Kentucky, down to Georgia just to visit uh, friends uh, back that I made in basic training at mm-hmm. Benning, and I drove down and I stopped at the Waffle House and I thought, man, there's a lot of young homeless people just hanging out at the Waffle House. Then I got in Atlanta and I was like, wow, there are so many young homeless people in Atlanta. And I got to Columbus and then my friends that I met up were like, hey, we're going over to uh, the Dead concert, the Great Grateful Dead concert in Atlanta. You want to come? I thought, ah, oh, okay, that's what's going on. Just a little <laughs> anecdote about my Waffle House. There you go. Dick, uh, were you, because uh, we have one in Conroe. We have a Waffle House in yeah, Conroe. Yeah, it's uh, where I take Holly on my dates. <laughs> yeah. On two for night, right? No, it's always in the morning before I, the show. I have a coupon. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were joking. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I love Waffle House. You better. In fact, that's where I asked uh, her mother's permission. What? At the, at the Waffle House in Beaumont, yeah. No kidding. I, mean, I really do like Waffle House. I'm a huge fan of Waffle House. I did not know this. Dick and I have been broadcasting then, for a uh, few months now. And then one thing I, I proposed to Holly uh, was, hey, we should do our save the dates at Waffle House because they already have it like all color coordinated, and you have that like you know that deep yellow that's bright. It could be <laughs> brightened. Oof. That yellow formica that just I love it. You step back in time. You can make it classy. You can make it classy. You can make a Waffle House classy. Challenge accepted. Is it a franchise? Is it a a family-owned? I think it's a franchise because they're all over the map. Uh, There was one in the uh, near 290 and 610 in Houston. Is there one in this area? Yeah, on 336. Uh, uh. Uh, In the same parking lot as Incredible Pizza. Well, Well, you're welcome for all the free advertising, Waffle House. Yeah, right. Well, they could use a little bump now because people are freaking out. Okay, I can go to Waffle House and get a shot. You know, it's one thing I, I, I do love about the area in Connor on the south side of the loop, the south uh, west side, is the new Kroger was being put there. Mm-hmm. And then basically all that parking lot for the old Kroger could be dedicated to the Waffle House. So that's good. There could be a surge. 
Yeah, so are you going to show your support for Waffle House? By Shall we go over there after a show one time? And I think we just say we do a show while there. At the Waffle House? Yeah, I would totally do that. I, I'm loving those live broadcasts. Now, I know you teased one earlier. Yeah, right? we are. Uh, folks, if you're listening right now, we, uh, we're we going to be doing a live broadcast at the Blackwood Gun Club at our normal time, 9 to 11. This Friday, uh, I believe the event is for the uh, emergency chaplain group. That's it. I think they're looking for teams, looking for all. I think you can look them up. Where can you look them up? Where? Go to emmachapemchap.org or emergencychaplain.org or blackwoodgunclub.com. And you'll find out that these uh, uh, it's called Shoot Clay, Save Lives. They're looking for teams. This is a fundraiser for emergency chaplain group. And what they do is they provide counseling first responders so everyday uh law enforcement firefighters emts uh, dispatchers they're just exposed to bad stuff and you know it may be the most traumatic events in our particular life but for them it's a tuesday eventually that stuff's going to rack up they're going to take it home and as a result you got some bad stuff that can happen to to these first responders and it's basically who takes care of our caretakers and a lot of them are afraid to go through their departmental counseling because it goes on their record and they could bite them. Uh, emergency chaplain group, their 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 counselors are are peers. They wear the badge themselves. In order to be one of these people, you have to wear a badge yourself. Uh, the guy that found, formed it, Skip Strauss, spent six weeks at Ground Zero, and that's what you know got this thing kicked into high gear. And it's off the off the books. It's not illegal or anything like that. But you know, it's you can go to these people. Uh, whatever problems you have, marital problems, alcoholism, drug abuse, suicide prevention. And so anyone that's running into a building that I'm running out of deserves special treatment. And so if you want to be a sponsor or a team player, go out there and uh, add, Dick and I to so add that to the calendar. Yeah. Add that to the calendar. Definitely. And Dick and I'll be so. there and available that if you, uh, you know, they look for teams of four, but if you only have three, you know, well, Dick and I will audition for you. We'll see who's the better shot. Me. Sure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this a challenge? This is a challenge. You're going to be there, Jason? Oh, is, Jason might be showing up. All right. Be there. Challenge accepted. Hey, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star. It's 1021. We're live broadcasting on YouTube live. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and, of course, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. And YouTube. I already said that. Did you? How does I open up with? It's so important you should say it twice. YouTube live, folks. There you so go. Make sure to subscribe so you actually get notified when we're live. We're going to do another sponsor break. When we come back, we're going to be hanging out with Jason from Conroe Coffee. We'll be right back. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Extension Hour. 
Welcome back. 1025 on a Monday morning with Dick and Skippy in the studio with special guest co-host Jason Ohm sitting across from us. We are broadcasting live on Conroe's FM dial 104.5, 106.1, uh, streaming on IRLoneStar.com. And if you've already tuned in to us on YouTube, you'll see Dick just dancing along to that music over there. And, and Leo is here in spirit. Leo is here in spirit. Where, where's she at? She's at home getting ready to helping uh, move. Uh, Christian's helping her too. Yeah. So we're moving to Conroe from Shenandoah. There you, you go. This, right? so yeah. We're, we're going to be five minutes away. Plus, we've got the bike shop coming in. So we're going to be biking in. There's gonna be yeah, what's going on with community. that bike shop? Are they just do repairs? Do they sell bikes? Do they? Yeah, uh, selling parts, sell bikes, do repairs, the, the whole gambit. Oh, cool. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no biking. Next oh, no. door. <laughs> uh, race ready. Race. Ready, we'll get him race, over here. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have a grand here. opening celebration. I can never for think of a show. Yeah. I just told him, why don't you just call it Gary's Bikes instead of something difficult like race ready biking or something. Maybe he's trying to attract a certain type of biking crowd. Come on, Gary's Bikes. And then that, that face. So. Like, uh, those. Yeah. Well, if you are now listening, tune in on Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We uh, Hopefully the YouTube Live thing's going well for you watchers. Uh, you know, we do have a chat feature on it. And Dennis is lonely. So. Well, that's no good. And hey, uh, we are sponsored, I just thought I'd throw this out there, by Conroe Coffee, Clean yeah. Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. But looking at the, uh, the the master shot of all of us, I tend to look away from the camera, so you got this this big bald thing here. So I, I will rent out the I back of my head. It. No, I'd rent out the back of my head for sponsorship logos. We already talked about your forehead as far as a uh, billboard. Could, we could do that, too. We could put the billboard on there. You've got and the stamp. Here we go. That's great. So <laughs> if you want additional sponsorship opportunities on Skippy's head, call us, 936-647-3776. billboard right here. Yes, I, I will donate my head for a sponsor. If well, we are looking for station sponsors. Yes, there you go. So from microphone ramps and big signs and all that kind of stuff. So if you know a guy with deep pockets, contact me, D-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com and support community radio. There you go. It's like the billboards. You know, so. if you're already hearing this, the advertising is working. Thank you. I like that. It's deep. If you were listening to this, you'd already be home. Dog. Stop dreaming and start living. <gasps> keep your feet on the ground and keep <laughs> reaching for the stars. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That was Casey Kasem, by the way, in case you were wondering. I have no idea. Yeah, the radio guy. No he died. No idea. People think I know everything, yeah, okay. guys. He was, he was the I voice might. of Shaggy. I get it. And Robin in the old Batman it. cartoons. Uh, I do want to let folks know there's some uh, local stuff. It's very important because today's the last day in the in the county to register to vote for the primary runoff. That's going to be happening May 22nd. Mm -hmm. So today's the last day. Visit mctx.org slash election for more information. It's towards the bottom. Uh, the joint election is May 5th, which is Conroe, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, for city council. I think actually all the other areas, yeah, like Magnolia, Montgomery, Magnolia, mm -hmm. it's the joint election. So it's too late to register for that. But uh, sorry, Jason, I know you just moved to Conroe, uh, but you can't do it. But, but you will be able to register for the uh, general in November. Yeah. So we'll make for sure people duty. know that. People uh, know that. Uh, you know me, I vote all day. Yeah, all right. Was that Bob Hope joke? I vote all day, but uh, you think that you get paid for these things, you know? Well, I only got paid 10 times out of the 12 times I voted for. <laughs> Be conscientious, vote twice. <laughs> well, uh, what else is going on, guys? Mm. Well, as we flip through the headlines here. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you're listening. Absolutely nothing going on in the news. There's 
Absolutely. You sure? You, you mean Trump's not doing something? I know Barbara Bush had her funeral. Only reason I know that is my grandmother talked to her and she was complaining about traffic. And uh, apparently they like they literally shut down that area by the Galleria for two days or three days so people can come see. See, okay, again, this is the whole death thing. I'm still trying to figure out. So apparently they sh- they had her viewing for her body mm-hmm. at Saint Edwards. No, it's right there on San Felipe, I think. Yeah, because they um, live right next to it. And, and then, uh, but you could go see the body. Mm-hmm. Called Lion State. Yeah. Did you you ever done that? Like besides a family member? Like I feel it would be really weird to say, yeah, I just got back from Barbara Bush's viewing. Yeah, I just you know there she is. No, not outside of a. a Family or friends. That's what I'm saying. And that yeah. kind of, I mean, it, I just feel like the time spent to go see a dead body. Like, it's, imagine it's remember, remember when Stalin passed away, and then yeah, they had I was like, alive for that. Thanks. Well, no, I remember seeing photos of people like in line to go isn't, see this body. Isn't Lenin still lying in state that you can go see his body? Well, yeah, you got Lenin's tomb, so I don't know. No, like the actual body, like they they have it like uh, preserved in the glass. Not thing. sure about that, but this is if you want to like a little segue. Uh, out of Russia, this is some headline. This is a headline just guaranteed to give you the heebie-jeebies. This woman went in for normal surgery. I think like an appendectomy. They were supposed to give her a saline drip through an IV. They accidentally replaced it with <laughs> embalming fluid from aldehyde. Oh, yeah. This woman was embalmed alive. Uh, cool story. It's so great. Uh, yeah, that, that's uh, so. We go off of we were talking about Lenin, but yeah, that was uh, that popped up on the headlines again. And that's uh, wow. Thankfully, it was Russia, not here. Uh, <laughs> nothing like that could ever happen in America. Yeah, in Soviet so Russia, surgery embalmed you. Yeah, right. So that was bad. But anyhow, yeah, we'll look into the whole uh, Lenin thing. But I've never seen a the, like a, a world leader or, or, or beloved figure outside of a family uh, member of friends. I'm just trying to figure out what motivates people to go. To, I mean, I understand family. I understand for uh, for. Family to know family reasons, like, oh, like the, all the presidents, the past presidents' wives were there because that's kind of like tradition. Mm-hmm. But just a normal person who's in Houston going like, man, you know, I'm going to spend my Saturday. I'm going to wait in line. Well, for her in particular, Barbara Bush made – She made – oh, she's a huge impact. Lady. Huge impact. She was like one of the people. So, you know, she's like grandma to the whole city. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I just want someone to tell me why they went – why they did that. You remember – you remember her speech for the uh, uh, the female college? Female college. I like it was traditionally women's college. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. And she went there, and they they're expecting someone that was uh, going to be some type of huge speaker. And there was a huge uh, uh, versus Barbara Bush, you know. And so they there was there was like a backlash about it. And she showed up, and she made like this great speech about how uh, you know you weren't expecting me here, but uh, and she went on the about someone in the audience is probably going to be me one day be in the White House, um, and they they uh, may want to talk to their spouse at the White House because he, you know, and, and he was, yeah. You remember that speech? Vaguely. Yeah. She was good. She was pretty cool. Yeah. No, she, um, I had the pleasure of meeting her once with a <clears throat> literacy event, and that really was her, her thing. And, um, yeah, quite a gal. Unfortunately, literally while the funeral was going on, we were covering the outhouse races at the fair. So, nice. Uh, yeah, I felt a little... A little funky about that, but Barbara Bush and the Bush family, we love you. Unlike that, uh, that quote, tenured professor at Fresno University in California, who's now still in the hot seat, uh, all different kinds of ways. For those of you who don't know, she put out a series of tweets. This this professor, uh, basically saying, "I'm glad you're dead. 
I hope the whole family suffers. And there's backlash. And then she kind of made the fatal mistake of going, yeah, well, basically suck at losers. I make 100000 a year. This time I'm tenured, so they can't fire me. Whoops. To which Fresno is saying, here, hold my beer. And they're looking into it. Now, she's been out of the country this whole time on, on vacation. Uh, she was, uh, although she uh, showed up at a festival and was was cheered, of course, there are people, you know, everyone's got their uh, their fan base, as it were. But this and this group responding to her put out her work email, uh, her work email address and phone number saying if you want to call and express your displeasure. And it's just like how people on the other side say, call your congressman and flood him with his calls. They put out the number. It's legal and it's done all the time. Well, she put out a tweet saying, oh, that's not my number. If you want to get a hold of me here, call my number. And it was, she put a number of a crisis hotline that flooded the the line. So now there's a question about, okay, she misrepresented. Oh yeah, that, that, oh, she can sue it for that. Mm-hmm. And they're Genius. trying to figure out if people at the time they said, uh, no one, the organization said, as far as we can determine, no one did not get help because we were busy answering all these other calls because they're getting like 60 calls an hour on this. So basically a call a minute. Um, but that also shows how unpopular this woman is. So interesting to see how this one turns out because she's everyone's going on and on about First Amendment. I have a First Amendment right. There is no First Amendment in the workplace. The First Amendment is a protection from government intrusion. And well, you know, speaking of First Amendment, I don't know if you knew this, but that that YouTube guy who got his dog doing the Nazi salute, yeah, they finally judged on him five hundred dollar pound fine for him over in the UK. Five hundred pound fine, okay. So the government basically charged him for what that insensitive material. You didn't hear about this? Yeah, this is in England though. So that, remember, this is a uh, um, where free speech is not the same as free speech. Yeah, well, that's here. the thing is they have different laws. And well, some guy that's... taught his dog to do the the Nazi salute. Oh, the dog actually did it because you know mm -hmm. when you push the dog's little uh, arm like this, they go like that. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, the, that's the whole kind of joke. But it's he, like, hey, I mean, Spike, it's, show us. Granted, the, the YouTube video or the video of it was kind of insensitive. Not kind of. It was insensitive. And uh, apparently he got arrested. And Whoa. Uh, yeah, he taught the dog the trick. It was a trick in a sense. And that's why he claimed that his his current female significant other loved the dog so much he could do no wrong. So he said, I can teach this dog to do a trick that is so gross that you won't like the dog. And that was the joke. Hmm. And that's the deal with uh, every time I see a Facebook meme where someone says, well, you know, this is how they do it in the Netherlands or this is how they do it in England or this, you know, you can't compare the two because there is no First Amendment in England. There is no, you know, Constitution. I mean, they're based off the Magna Carta, but there is no Bill of Rights over there. So there are different laws. Um, if you ever saw a fish called Wanda, you know that a lawyer can't talk to a witness before trial. That's right. It's, it's a different setup. So every time you compare America to another country, another country to America, know that, you know, you got to take everything into account. So, yeah, you can get um, busted in England for uh, saying the wrong thing. So I'll let that happen. Pretty scary. Yeah. Hmm. You know this? No. Did you hear about the London mayor who is trying to ban knives now in in England? Mm. Or in London? Knives are already banned? Uh, no, like all knives, saying, I, I can't imagine a world where you would need a knife because, you know, the murder rate has gone up significantly in England with knife deaths because you take the guns, out come the knives. And so now I, he's trying to ban the knives. I mean, they, that's another place they can try. Exactly, they well, that's the whole thing. You know, it's uh, every time you compare 
well, let's get rid of guns. Well, we're kind of seeing what happens when that happens. Mm -hmm. So... Hmm. That's it for me. I got nowhere to go on. I'm just kidding with you. We, it is time to take a break. So when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about North Korea and what we expect in the future of North Korea. Oh, I like that. Do you think we'll get a hybrid version of K-pop? <laughs> do you think that you think that will happen? Yes, I it, do. I mean, the more and more headlines I'm reading, it looks like it might happen. They're actually making trade-offs. Like I was recently reading that. I didn't know this. Apparently, at the border, South Korea blares K-pop. Oh, yeah. And I so believe that. they agree that they're going to turn it off during the meeting. Oh, it's like the Berlin Wall that did the same thing, blasting into East Berlin, uh, Western music. Don't listen to that music. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Mornings of Lone Star, broadcasting live on YouTube Live, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and, of course, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLoneStar. We are live in downtown Conroe. Feel free to stop by. We're brought to you by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Satyrian Wealth Advisors. It's a beautiful day. We'll be right back. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hey, ten forty-two. Can you believe we've already <laughs> taken up almost two solid hours with Dick and Skippy? Special guest co-host Jason Own in front of us. Hello, hello, hello. I need, hello. I still need a nickname. I need hey. a nickname. Jason O. J O. J O. J O. Jail. Thank you. <laughs> Not prison, but J O. J O. So it is already sixty-six degrees out there. It's going to go up another thirteen degrees. So up to seventy-nine. Uh, zero, one percent uh, chance of rain basically all through the week so far. Highs in the seventies and eighties, lows in the fifties all through the evenings. So it's gonna be perfect for Kids Fest this weekend. That's right. We have Kids Fest. There's actually this a weekend. lot of stuff going on. Well, yeah, uh, down in the Woodlands area, it's Iron Man. Yeah, the, the Iron Man. Is that the, I thought that was last weekend. Oh, is it this weekend? There's this one coming up. Okay, so watch out for that traffic. Yeah, you want to avoid that yeah. one. Yeah, so I actually avoid. got caught in traffic. So be where you are if you want to like show up early, park in Conroe before the festivities begin. Hey, you remember when that guy died uh, in, in Woodlands Iron Man a couple years ago? Yeah, it was last year. Uh, last Brown. year, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, how could I forget? Crazy. it? because we ride our bikes in there uh, in that area. We're by was it due to like, like heart conditions huh? or what was it? Just... He drowned. So probably could have drowned because of a heart condition. Because this is hardcore stuff. You, you bike. Well, I mean, it's Ironman is higher than a marathon in a sense of like requirement. Well, yeah, the marathon. Right? Yeah, marathon. Like, is I can't one just part. go over there and be like late entry, man. No, no. So because I think that the Woodlands is now a qualification round. Mm -hmm. so well, yeah, and Woodlands uh, a marathon is also qualification for the Boston Marathon, which is why a couple of years ago there was that issue in the Woodlands where uh, a motorcycle, a, a cop was was tooling along and took a shortcut about like took one-eighth of a mile off, and runners were following him, thinking that was, he was a pace car, and they were all disqualified from, or the, 
from being able to yeah. go to the next round. And that, yeah, that was a, that was a pie in the face moment there because the, these are hardcore people and they, they appealed to the international committee saying, listen, can't you just jiggy out our time or something to, to make up? Like, nope, you did not do the 26.2 miles. Nope. You are out of luck. But uh, other things going on this week, this is the last weekend for Elephant Man brought to you by Stage Right over at the Crichton Theater. Apparently it's a wonderful show and ours truly, Richard Electric Cowboy, is in, in the play. So last uh, tickets available at the Crichton Theater box office or visit stage-right.org. And you can buy tickets through there. Good job, Craig. And then uh, you yourself, I know, I know this weekend. A uh, couple of weekends, we open on on the 4th. We open Kiss Me Kate. Yeah. Big old Broadway musical. So it's kind of like the anti-Elephant Man because uh, we sing, they don't. We dance, they don't. Um, really? We make you laugh, they don't. That makes don't. it anti? Yeah, it's, it's the anti-Elephant Man. No, a great show, uh, great dancing, singing, a lot of comedy. Uh, some people might go, oh, it's Shakespeare on the stage. The whole gag of the show, it's a, uh, the, the show's about someone decides to put on a musical version of Taming of the Shrew, and it's just all the backstage and onstage bar that happens as a result, because he casts his ex-wife as his uh, co-star, and so mayhem and hijinks ensue. So that's starting uh, May 4th and runs through the 26th. Get your tickets over there at owentheater.com. Okay. Or CrichtonTheater.org if you want to catch the last weekend of The Elephant Man. You know, people still don't know this. Downtown Conroe has two venues for theater. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. They'll drive all the way down to Houston to go see. No, I'm here. Parking's easier. And these are good shows, too. Yeah. This isn't, you know, some junior, you know, like a lot of little kids dressing up like like blue bonnets and swaying in the background. These are hardcore uh, yeah, I can guarantee my cast and crew the hours they've spent learning tap dancing and singing and multi-part harmonies and getting this this set together is kind of a little sneak preview uh, for Kiss Me Kate. It starts off with a bare stage, and during the opening number, the set is built in front of the audiences. So by the time the opening number's over, you have the set, and they've been singing and dancing the whole time on that. If you're sick of looking at, if you're sick of box uh, stores and box uh, strip uh, strip malls, come down to downtown Conroe. There you, you get go. The old timey feeling. Yes, and I uh, do the know old, the Conroe, especially when you talk to Sean. That's right. Get off my lawn, you darn kids! But also, as a, as an extra bonus, and I'm throwing this out there, on show nights like Saturdays, Fridays and Saturdays, Conroe Coffee stays open late for that theater crowd. Woohoo! So you can go watch a show, come out. Get yourself some Conroe coffee afterwards and give us great reviews. Damn well, the there, you there you go. Well, I do want to remind folks, uh, later today we have full programming on Lone Star Community Radio. Coming up next will be the weekly business hour. And then following will, be, of course, be Conroe Culture News. And then we actually have a time slot available every Monday from 1 to 2. So if you're interested in that, reach out to the studio, IRLoneStar.com. And then at three, 2 o'clock will be Nerd Thug Radio. And then if you want to get your sock, kick your socks off, is that... Yeah, you can yeah. kick your socks off. With uh, Afternoons Lone Star with Rick, the reluctant cowboy from 3 to 7, and then the Reverend Julian Shea with Lone Star Country Nights will be playing music from 7 to 9 tonight. Hope he's recovered. He looked tired when I saw him because <laughs> he was part of the cook-off team. Saturday. And part of the cook-off team. He was feeling it. But, uh, yeah, I think today's show was a, a success, wouldn't you say? We haven't we haven't gone down on YouTube Live. Yeah, they, they didn't block us. So uh, we, we, we kept cool. We didn't do any gestures dick almost did make it made a gesture oh yeah under the table <laughs> yeah yeah that makes it look worse when you do that 
But I'm glad you well, went to the master shot so we could all see. Yes, there's actually an under table shot, but I haven't told you guys about that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's do some weather and traffic for closing out the show. It is 1048. Right now, it's 68 degrees outside. The high today is going to be 79, low of 55. It's pretty much going to be sunny all day today, so wear your sunblock. Uh, you bald people in the studio? Mm-hmm. I think that's us. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, we don't <laughs> expect rain, really, for seven days, apparently, so it's going to be really nice. Uh, the humidity is going to be pretty decent, too. It's at 56 right now. It's actually probably a perfect week. So if you, it's if, been a perfect. It's in April. How can you enjoy it while you can? Look at the breeze outside. Yeah. All right, right. all right, all right, guys. Sorry, you know, it's sorry. perfect, except for the rain the other night. Yeah, that was that, that was so a bad. lot of fun. <laughs> but uh, traffic conditions: I forty five northbound, southbound. Everything's looking good. If you're heading towards Houston, again, you're still gonna have some issues right there at the I ten area. Northbound all the way through Huntsville, you're good to go. One hundred five, everything's looking clean. 1488, 242, Highway 59, north and south. Man, it's perfect. It's 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 too perfect. Perfect. Cool. That was me knocking on wood. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to go in the door. Sean just goes, who did? Who did? I'm like a dog. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Yeah, so we're looking forward to tomorrow. If you enjoy the YouTube Live, make sure to subscribe to the channel. You get and, to see our faces. And you get to see our faces. And if you're just now joining us, we do podcast the show on, on Google Play you, and iTunes. And then, of course... What, Jason? What are you trying to say? You'll see proof now that there is actually one Asian in Conroe. Yeah, we have our token Asian here. At least one. At least one. (laughs) Have you gotten calls about being in one of these plays around here for that sole reason? No. So clearly your name's not out there enough. Well, I I need to do a production of The King and I. Exactly. I mean, that's that's all I'm waiting for right now is King and I. Can can Uh, you sing? Or I don't know. Huh? Can you sing? Sure I can sing. Like Yule Brenner? Well, I, I, uh, the I wheels can, yeah. on the bus go around. I, no, is that not a good song to do your auditions with? I, I've actually had people audition with like "Happy Birthday" or stuff like that. It you just get a sense of the range. Okay. Although my favorite one is when someone auditioned with "Blame Canada." That's really? a, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I'm that's so lonely, so lonely. <laughs> that's actually perfect for you, Jason. So. <laughs> But no, you know, actually, we did kind of talk about North Korea. We we got a couple minutes. Oh what, yeah, what, yeah. Which place are bets? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think there will be uh, a detente going on, much like when the uh, when East and West Berlin were re- reunified. Uh, growing pains on both sides because they're two different mentalities, two different civilizations all the way. Uh, it'll there'll be some corruption going on, some some graft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think. It'll be reunified, but not in the North Korean sense. North Korea, want, when they say reunification, they mean taking over the South Korean government and annexing it. Nothing will change. You don't think so? You don't think so? Nothing no. at all. I think we'll maintain the two sovereign nations, but I think both will be given diplomatic status eventually. I Nothing think that's will change. Okay. Well, okay, just think about this. What what keeps him getting his head taken off? The same, the status quo. I think it's the lack of nutrition in their followers, so well, they can't was, they can't raise. I the think axe. they're waiting to see what happens with Cuba, and that, that that's what he was waiting on. And he saw that you know with diplomatic relations opening Cuba now, uh, mm-hmm. though the casters are out, the new presidents come on people. He ran unopposed. It just went from one dictator to another, one president for life to another. But at least it was the name brand. Yeah, but the Cubans aren't starving. The Cubans aren't aren't getting beat down, crazy starving, mm-hmm. thrown into. I mean, that's I'm sure point. some of them are. I'm sure some of them are, but I mean, it's not like super duper bad, you know. North Korea, it's bad. But and would this not open up trade relations with North Korea so more food can come in? Uh, doesn't matter. People are still going to remember. Hey, I starved to death. My kids all died. 
and, and I'm going to come after you. Yeah, people don't tend to You think Kim Jong Un is going to blame dad? Hey, that was dad's no, regime. I'm, I've been trying to fix I'm it. I'm coming after you. Your 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 head. You think I the sister's going to take over the one that all the the Western media loves so hard? Uh, She's no. going to kill her brother and take a little Shakespearean tragedy there. So things can't change. Nothing can change because any type of change means his head's coming off. He's not mm. going to want that. Okay. I like it. That was a good little closing out segment, I guess. Morning's with Lone Star. Thanks for tuning in. We love in. you, Kim Jong-un, our yeah. favorite wag job. <laughs> you're listening Watch your to, head. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. IRLoneStar.com. We are closing down this broadcast, but coming up next will be the weekly business hour with Rick Schisler. Uh, our, our show is brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Conroe Coffee, Conroe uh, Coffee. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. sharp on YouTube Live, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Which we watch live from Conroe Coffee. Yeah, one thing that's cool about YouTube, if you're just not joining us and listening, uh, you can rewatch the program right after the show's aired. So uh, keep an eye on that. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm a fan. Right? Jason, you yeah. anything you want to shout out for uh Conroe Coffee, what's going on? You're going to be open for Kids Fest, that's for sure. So ice Definitely. cream. Yes. And what else? What's else going on? Uh, ice cream. Kids love uh, uh, our uh, frappes. Mm-hmm. Come in for the frappe. Yeah. Yeah, we, we hot coffee, cold coffee, frozen coffee. And don't foodies. forget, if you have small kids, the, the higher the rush, the bigger the crash. So if, the, if they're just being brats, just feed them a double espresso and count to 30. It sounds like someone knows that from experience. Yeah, betcha. Uh, you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio, where Montgomery County's community radio station. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. sharp, here on Lone Star Community Radio. Take care. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.